Welcome to FRCA Podcast Corner. I'm Jack, your host, and welcome to the FRCA community. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to FRCA Podcast Corner, episode 11. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the second lockdown. So who have we got on today's episode? Good afternoon, guys. It is Luke here. How's everyone doing? Hello, it's Jamie. Hope you're all having a good day. So today is Jamie's um, first ever time, well, being on a podcast that will actually be going out. (laughs) So um, my first question is, how did you feel uh, when you heard about we'll go, was going back into a lockdown on Thursday. Would you like to start first, Jamie, or do you want me to go? I'll start off. Yeah. Uh, so with the rising cases and like people going back to school and work, it was expected. Um, so people have different opinions on lockdowns, and like personally, I don't like them because I'm quite a social person. Um, so especially with my last experience of the first lockdown, my mental health suffered quite a bit. So I had looking forward to the lockdown, but if it's going to protect the country, then that's what we've got to do. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, Jamie, like, um, see, I, I think it was a big step in certain enough, you know, when they had, you know, the whole tier system thing running on, you know, they introduced that. And it took us a few days just to process that we were going to tier two, you know, the city of Holland things. But then all of a sudden in the space of a weekend, we just announced all of a sudden we we're going to be into a second lockdown and it just surprised everyone just dropped to like a bombshell rail on everyone, didn't it? I think. And I think it's just mental now, but at the same time, predictable that we were back in this sort of position because I, th- I always knew it was probably going to come back, you know, and it was something we'd probably have to do, you know, to make it better for everyone else. So. Yeah. And I think for me, um, like go, hearing that was going back into a lockdown, I was like anxious and stuff because obviously it's like, we came out of one and was getting back to normal and then like everything's gone back to like day one when we started um, the first lockdown. But I think it's very different this time because we've still got like schools and colleges open so people can still have that community. Yeah, I think that's been really good that they've been able to do that. But at the same time, I think personally, I still question myself, right? You know, they're calling it a second lockdown. Yeah, they still keep things like these services running, which defeats the purpose of being called lockdown in the first place. And you think, I've seen like a lot of things on social media recently, you know, about just not, not even like memes or anything, but just like points made by people saying things like, you know, this isn't a lockdown. We've just been taking away the things that we like doing, which to some extent I can agree with, you know. Yeah. And I think what they've done is they've more um, stops the things that I think where we don't really need to be doing it's a good thing because we can um have that kind of form of community but i think that's where most of like um people are catching covid is from like your pubs and swimming pools and things like that because you're more into that you're seeing loads of people and i get the whole thing about colleges and schools as well but I think it's good that they've kept them open for like our age of like our mental health for kids who are at schools and colleges Oh yeah, definitely. I agree. Like, um, like most of you guys, you know, everyone else at Freedom Road, they're still in that age bracket that, you know, they go to education, they need to have it, they need to go to school and things. And it's definitely been important for them. Me knowing full well myself, being for education and things, I know how important it is to have that contact, just see friends, talk to people, just check out the day is, 
and you know it's even more important now than ever you guys need that everyone does in a time like this and by keeping scores and that open it's helped that and hopefully we'll still do so yeah sir my second question is so how um are you feeling now being um in lockdown for four days let's go first jamie yeah sure um so because it's not really affecting me um the only time i really speak is at school and obviously schools are sloping so i'm gonna school get my education which i missed march through to september and then coming home and then just you know talking to people the way a normal teenage lad would through an headset in the game chat of call of duty so i'll go wrong with some call of duty i, I miss playing call of duty do you have a favourite? I only really play Warzone at the minute. Um, I liked Black Ops 2. Yeah, um, I like the Black Ops have, series. Yeah, I had Black Ops 4 as well, but I ain't tried it yet because apparently you need online and it's just effort that I don't have. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like, I have some reason. Well, I used to play PlayStation 3 quite frequently and I've, when I bought the third Black Ops game... I thought, you know, it's going to be like the other ones where, you know, you do campaigns and all that stuff. You, you know, even play all the zombie maps because that's what I prefer about the Black Ops stuff. But then all of a sudden you had to have PlayStation 4 to access the campaign and that was annoying. But, um, but yeah, I miss stuff like that. And I wish I could probably go back tomorrow, that, you know, especially now with lockdown again, you know, just be a bit of entertainment, I think. Yeah. So do you um, want to say your um, answer for that, Luke? Oh yeah, so um, sorry about that. I diverged a bit. But, um, yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I miss games. What can I say? But um, yeah, um, I even look like a gamer now. I'm wearing these massive pair of headphones. I'm not sure a lot of people can see it, but Dan sees it, Jamie sees it, and yeah. But um, I think the first few days being back in lockdown, I think. Well, Daniel probably knows it. To me, I think it's been a bit of a readjustment period, just because you know. We had the first lockdown back in March, you know, all of a sudden, week before 23rd, we were announced we'd go into one. Had been for a few months until at least July, I think, restrictions started to get eased. You know, at that point, everyone was thanking Lord pretty much, you know, because everyone could almost start going back to their daily lives again, you know, go out and meet people a little bit and all that stuff. And I think it's a shame really to go back into another one because I think it's, you know, well, for me, even I like playing the sport, you know, I play badminton usually. And back in July when restrictions eased, I was able to go back to playing, meeting people I usually played with, you know, and just that social element again, you know, that crops up every time everyone talks about it, you know, great to meet people again after so long, catch up with them, see how the days are, you know, it's just a simple stuff like that. And I just think with down coming back into force again, it's taken that social element away again, you know, and it's almost like, it's just intermittent really, you know, we've started it once, we've stopped it and then we're going back into another one. But obviously it's debatable how long this will be again. We've been told four weeks, but it could be any longer again, you know, see what happens. Yeah, totally. So guys, if you heard that crackling then, as I could hear it, I don't know if you can, but we are recording this on Zoom. Um, so we are keeping um, safe. Um, for me, um, like actually going back in um, to lockdown on Thursday was a little bit of a relief for me because I could actually just sit down and just like steady myself. Because um, 
like from being all that time and when we was in lockdown one as we call it um it was so nice to just like be able to just breathe and not be so busy with life um and then when we went back to normal like life or normal as it is it's gonna get at the moment um it, everything just went so hectic um and I started feeling a bit like overwhelmed by everything. So it was really nice for me just to kind of sit back and just go, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, Dan, really. Like, because I imagine, like, you know, you say yourself, you're at college at the moment, you know, not even just that, like, as soon as we, well, restrictions eased off, Freedom Road itself as a charity had been doing more stuff. And with that, they've heavily depended on you, I think, you know, technologically speaking, they need you to sell mics, all that stuff, you know. Not just do that, but, you know, just to keep things going and actually start the projects. And you've been the key to that. It's been really good. And, um, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's like everybody sees just like the finished piece that either goes out um, on the podcast like you're listening to now on Spotify or SoundCloud or wherever you're listening to but, it on. But they, but they don't see what you do, you know. But they don't see when we're um, filming as well, like we set the mics up, we move all the furniture around to get the best, um, like looking shot. Uh, so yeah, you got anything else yeah. to say before I ask the next question? Um, not really on top of my head at the minute. How about you, Jamie? You got anything else? Um, I think mine's just, obviously, like you mentioned, it's four weeks, but it could be extended. And obviously, as yeah. we know, Christmas is around the corner. And I don't know about you, but... It's a tradition for to go see family and like it's the time for like spending time with each other and like gifts, but a lot of it you can't do. Yeah, because of like everyone's mind, isn't it? You know, just you can't well with it being debatable, you're not sure if you can, you know, and that's gonna be difficult, I think, no matter which way it goes. So yeah, so my third question yeah third question so it is give me your three tips um to keeping safe um in this lockdown see i would say the traditionally you know, go hand sanitized but yeah again i think for those of you who probably listen to a lot of freedom road content you might hear a lot of that from our news weekly you know hand sanitize your hands from jack thompson and everyone you know but um yeah i think i think it's more on the bar lines what dan was just saying you know you have some it's good that you have that time to yourself you know just to sit down take a breather and just be just as long as you need to but i'd say as of tips in that time as well i think what's always important is to try and find something to do you know because it can be so easy you know to wake up on a day of lockdown in the morning or lo and behold you'll wake up check the clock and it could be like 11 or 12 o'clock in the day you know you've lost all your morning because you feel like you've got nothing to do when really an ultimate tip for me is just to find something to do you know whether it's something you have to do or you've got work stuff to do or even just find something physical to do like for me even i like to well when lockdown wasn't a thing i like to go into the gym i like to play badminton you know it helps with stress i think that was for me but obviously with lockdown now those services are put off and i can't use those so for me i have to start going running because to me, there's no alternative, really. I started going running just wherever I like to, really. I don't really plan my routes, but it's just something to get me outside rather than always feel like I'm confined in one space, you know. And um, yeah, that's my first tip. Another tip, I think, is just stay in contact with your friends, you know, any family or relatives. You know, you may see family all the time while you're in lockdown, but 
just those friends you know in the digital era really you know we have to use well be online as a presence more than ever and just talk to people you know don't have to like wait for people to talk to you just even if it's, you think you might be bothering them don't ever think that just message them just see how they're doing check how the day is because you never know they could be fighting their own battle or something you know that we are aware of really I think and it's important to be there for them because everyone's coping with lockdown in their own different ways and just got to respect that for each and every one person I think I think that's all I really have to say I think about the tips I think yeah but. so I'd say my first tip is like what Luke said is to try and find something to do because I think the worst thing you can do um, in this time of going back into lockdown like I found in the first lockdown was actually not doing anything so you find that it comes to like 12 in the afternoon and you're like you're still sat in your jammers and you just sat there just eating I don't know, Chris or whatever. And, but your mind starts playing you when you do that every day. Mm. And I think the best thing you can do is just go out for a walk or start something new. And um, for me was start, I started editing um, in lockdown and that was a new thing that I started doing was just editing drum videos for me um, and getting on YouTube. And that's something that really helped me to like not go mental. <laughs> um, yeah. And my um, second thing was is I actually did try and do some fitness and I think that's a really good help because that can that just stimulates your your head just going on a run um or going for a walk or even um maybe even getting some gym equipment some um or something off Amazon or something like that that can really help I wouldn't I want doing that but I know people that was um and I don't think I have a third tip so do you want to go um Jamie um, obviously, like you both said, it's maintaining the contact with friends and family. You know, mental health's peaked at this time. Like, things like proven facts about anxiety and things like that, they've all tripled since the last lockdown. And I think it's really important that we try and reduce it this time because people thought, you know, we're not allowed to go see each other, so why should we, like, we need each other to see how we are? you know, or they aren't used to that, so they forget they can do it. Whereas I think it's critical that we do keep an eye on each other, even if you just normally speak to them in the street, you know. If you're going to be locked away for four weeks, then you're going to need that contact. Um, that was my first tip. My second tip was probably emphasize, so uh, not emphasize, empathy. So, like, when you're all, like... The, say you all but the people protesting or like the anti-masks and things like that or the second lockdown they need to think like one case there puts like the number of people at risk but it's not them that get the stress it's like the nhs and like you see on facebook and there's like nurses and like working 12-hour shifts and they're going to shops to like get something to eat and it's gone because the government says second lockdown is like toilet roll it's gotta go <laughs> So um, that's probably my second tip. And my third tip is just uh, like hygiene, you know, sanitize your hands. Any surfaces that are used by multiple people, wipe them with antibacterial spray. Don't like transmit germs, so like physical contact or things like that. Yeah, I'd like to add a third one of mine. You kind of gave me a thought. Um, so what I would say to add is if you are going to colleges and schools, are universities, you've, universities still open, Luke? 
Uh, yes, they are. It's all institutions, schools, colleges, and unis as well. So. Yeah, so if you're going to one of them, maybe just trying to, and a masks are irritating. Um, and for me, I'm a drama student. I don't have to wear them in the class. Um, but if I'm close to someone, I am wearing it more because you've got to remember that that's actually protecting you and your family and people that are more vulnerable. Um, and like Jamie said, just keep washing your hands. If you touch something, I know you get it gets a little bit mad, but you've got to remember people don't know if they've got it until um, they're being tested or you don't even know if yourself you've got it so it's just maybe making them extra like precautions yeah i think um as well i was going to come in i've got a fair tip as well thanks to you both speaking really more and um, yes like on top of the face mask stuff the sanitizer there are those were actually scientific studies done to say that it does help you know doing that stuff and sticking to those guidelines but I say for a third thing for me, I wouldn't say it's completely a tip, but it's more or less just something to bear in mind. Like, you know, um, Jamie, for example, was, well, he probably mentioned the NHS, you know, back when lockdown 1.0, or version one, so to speak, kicked off, you know, um, yeah, everyone was making a big deal about how much pressure this put on the NHS, really. And, you know, it even got to a point where once every week, I think it was on a Thursday, you know, people in the households would stand outside, you know, just to clap them, you know, and I think it was, it was either, I think it was eight o'clock actually, you know, when it was still light out, the clock's yeah, yeah. eight o'clock and things like that. But I mentioned the NHS is to always be grateful for the service. Like even though politically, there probably there's been a lot of conspiracy, you know, privatization, all that stuff. I think it's always important to bear in mind about how much work they have on and just to always be grateful for them. Because imagine where we'd be without that service, you well, know. That that them themselves are putting them um, in that kind of area of they can catch it because they're keeping yeah. um, us safe. So we've just got to make them extra steps to help them out. So yeah. my final kind of question um, is basically: Has anybody else got um, anything to kind of bring up or discuss? And we'll just basically see um, where it goes. Say, so, well, I think in my case, I think it's just well on top of the point I already made out. Well, just now, even I think it's just to bear in mind how real this is. You know, this has affected. Well, it's it's worldwide. It started China. You know, it affects everywhere internationally, you know, and all that stuff. But, um, <laughs> yeah, because at one point, just very recently, I've, well, just been talking online to someone and they told me they had to self-isolate. And, you know, with the whole NHS track and trace system and all that, you know, that's how they get the details for that. You know, they get told to self-isolate upon the moment they make contact with someone. But, you know, if you have someone who's in self-isolation or has been told to self-isolate, make sure you stay in contact with them online. Just be there for them because you never know if like, you might, they might not just need you online just to say hello and things, you know, they might need a bit of support, you know, or not even just anyone who's self-isolates, but people who are elderly, for example, there was a big deal made for them, you know, at the start of the lockdown, well, the first one even, you know, some elderly might need some extra support, you know, just to get some shopping, you know, every now and then. Obviously, that's down to them if they'd like that support, but just keep that in mind as well. You know, there may be a lot of people out there who would need that extra support, especially places like care homes or just say the elderly or the retired. 
So just keep that in mind, really, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think one thing I would bring up is um, it's about track and trace. Um, so I think more in this time of going into this second lockdown, we need to really be making sure that we're doing that track and trace because takeaways are open. Um, like the coffee shops are open for takeaway. Um, and I've been in a couple of them. And myself, I'll be honest, I forgot to do it. and remembered and gone, oh no, I should have done it because anyone who's got it can still be going into them um, shops to be ordering stuff. And then you going afterwards, it, you've caught it. So I think that we need to be making sure that we're doing that track and trace. I think me and you know really well, Dan, you know, whenever, <laughs> before lockdown, you know, we popped to the cafe near for either the <laughs> croissant, the, the cookie, or just the coffee, you know. Just the sausage rolls. The sausage oh, rolls are nice. One yeah, of my favourites. He's not here at the moment, but Jack Thompson <laughs> needs sausage rolls to get through the day. I yep. don't like. Which sausage roll is it? Is it Coupland's or Greg's? Where are we going? See, that's the thing. We, we don't know nowadays anymore because... Oh, no. Well, he, I think it was a Coupland thing, but now he's starting to appreciate Cafe Nero as very good oh, sausage they're, rolls. They're really, really nice. <laughs> so, um, Jamie, have you got anything else that you want to bring up um, before we wrap this um, podcast up? Uh, no, not that I can think of. Just listening to you two talk about sausage rolls will do. <laughs> I think we're both getting hungry, aren't we, Dan? Yeah, I'm actually... Probably. I haven't had lunch yet. That's a, well, there you, you go. Know, so I'm absolutely um, starving. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got this lovely nine-minute timer, so I think we should be wrapping this um, podcast up. Right, guys. So you've been listening to FRC Podcast Corner. I've been Luke. I've been Jamie. And I've been Dan. And don't forget to check out um, episode 10, part one and part two. That is on the YouTube. And we'll see you next week. And you've been watching FRCA Podcast Corner. Bye.